Hello, this is Lee, the cool guy at RetrovisionMedia.com, coming to our studios in New York City on Friday the 13th, 2015, with another edition of Issues Under Fire. Got a lot of stuff we need to talk about. Can't get started without a sip of my coffee. Do it every day. It's just the way it is. Oh, hazelnut flavored international black creamer and that topical in this coffee. And it looks as though we got some stories to tell you guys. You know what? Um, all of this week, we've been... Uh, following this uh, black theme, racial issues, taking over the country and stuff like that. And uh, we got to say a word or two about it today as well. But uh, what we generally do here is that foreign policy stuff related you know, to the United States and the geopolitical issues that are generated around the world as a result of it and conflicts and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu was here on Monday, you know, whenever he comes, it's always a handout and, you know, support us, support us, support us. We talked about that, blah, blah, blah. But we didn't get into the, the weeds about it because, you know, they, they also came over looking for, oh, that was my other advice, uh, looking for some uh, support with regards to uh, laying legal claim to the Golan Heights. Now, they took it over in a war against Syria before but, uh, and built some housing units. You know, they're famous for that stuff. But uh, the world has not uh, accepted that. You know, it ain't choice, okay? And because Syria is in a lot of trouble right now, falling apart and all that kind of stuff, they're thinking, well, wait a minute. The, the deal we made over there, that doesn't hold anymore. And the one that Syria is a no man's land. We can take whatever we want. So, I don't know. And so we got to pay attention to that, that stuff. And also, this, you know, we covered it a couple of weeks ago. The, um, uh, you know, the Palestinians have some serious issues over the Temple Mount or the mosque, you know, and having uh, Jewish people come there and pray. They had a deal. It was a status quo. And now it's falling apart. And, and a new group of rabbis are coming across saying, no, this is ours. We ain't backing down. And Benjamin Netanyahu's answer to that as well, the Temple Mount issue can't be solved right now. What that means, I don't know. The people are going to keep stabbing each other on the street like wild animals? I guess so, because that violence that uh, that came about as a result of all of this uh, this conflict that will never end. Um, well, it is what it is. And so we have to talk about that stuff. And then ISIS is being pounded, or so they say, in Iraq. And all, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff going on, and we need to focus on that. Especially the Syrian refugees. I mean, I got to get all of this stuff in. I got all of this stuff out because, you know, it, it is pertinent. It is pertinent. The Syrian refugees. I mean, they're still flowing into Europe. We have people here in the United States talking about we ain't taking out one of them. They could be terrorists. Are you still going to keep saying that while it gets cold? The winter is coming on. Those refu refugee camps are starting to get cold. There's a lot of children amongst them. But as you know, it could take anywhere from one, two, three, four years for a person to be fully vetted for So If anybody's going to starve or freeze to death, it probably won't happen because that's our foreign policy. That's how we see these things. Cruel, inhumane, but that's, you know, we got to look at it. I can't walk away from that stuff. Now, I do know I have a responsibility to, to the peeps here in the States, and we'll get to that. We'll stick with that. But this other stuff, the big picture, it says a lot about who we are. Let me draw you some comparisons just for a moment. Donald Trump, okay, he's one of the leading ones about the whole, I'm not taking one refugee, I'm going to take all of these illegals, toss them out, and, uh, you know, if you want to come back, we'll think about it. If we have to have people knocking the doors, tearing babies out of the arms of 
the grandmothers. You gotta go. Sorry. And the reason why we bring that up is because that same heartless bastard made a comment yesterday. And here's we're gonna bring this home back to the black thing. I mean, it wasn't gonna take a minute, but I had to get that stuff. That's what we're here for, okay? The global thing. This heartless bastard yesterday said that the people who, you know, Tim Wolf, president of the University of Missouri, you know, because the Republicans were starting to get questions. Look, hey, what do you think about what's going on in college campuses across America? Trump's response was, well, the people who quit their jobs under pressure, they were weak. They should have stood tall, stood strong, stood them down, you see. And why is that relevant? Because that's a heartless passage. What was happening on that campus? campus? People were in pain. They were expressing their anguish, trying to get someone to listen. One guy even went so far as to start a hunger strike. Brought up a will, rather dramatic, was willing to die for it. So I ask if Donald Trump was uh, at the helm of the university at the time, would he have taken that into consideration to make a point, to show his strength, his mettle, who he is? Just want to let you know who's out there, what they're thinking. Lots of points they made in this podcast, let me tell you. Because they also talked to Rubio. Rubio, speaking to his conservative, red meat loving right. I didn't even know what the problem was. What was the big, what was the hullabo? He couldn't eat, didn't have a clue. Ben Carson, talk to him as well. In a blip, in a blurb. I know it was a short, quick statement, but here's his take was uh, he couldn't understand why a majority of people could stand up and try and make an issue out of this. Clueless. Meanwhile, Howard University threatened security raised a notch or two. Because of threats. A couple ago. Guys arrested, young men making threats. You come to school, we're going to jack you. Paraphrasing here, but you get the point. Stupid people, obviously, simply because if they happen, I don't know, aren't they aware of the United States surveillance capabilities? You send a tweet out anonymously, somebody's going to pin it on you. They know how to do that stuff. So apparently people aren't reading or they don't care. I don't know. Maybe they have to plea. I want to get caught. I don't care if I send a message. But there are consequences for stuff like that. Federal laws against it. They consider these things an act of terrorism. I wonder what the charges will be and will they stick? Focus on that for a while. It's Friday. We got a lot of stuff to think about here. But beyond that, more than anything else, the point I want to make before I close this podcast down on Friday the 13th, 2015, is this. I think a lot of people are missing the point. I think a lot of people are missing the point. The big statement out of this whole thing is the future. It's the future and what the future looks like. Because if we are having these conversations on campus, these issues on campus, this is the future of America. If we have this amount of hate and intolerance in the hearts of this generation, 
then what do we have to look forward to? What does this country have to look forward to if that kind of uh, those attitudes are simmering in the minds of the young people? In other words, not much has been accomplished since the civil rights movement. We're still there. So what does it mean? It means what we said yesterday at the core. Racism is an issue that is uniquely embedded into America like no place else. We said it over and over and over again. Perhaps we just cannot get along. I mean, we could kind of manage it on the surface and smile at each other as they walk by on their way to your space way over there and my space way over here and we meet at work or on the train or in the bus or at school and but what are we thinking what are we feeling underneath it all you see so those who can manage under those circumstances god bless you good for you hope it works out well but to others who kind of like are a little sensitive to the undercurrent, might want to look around for other spaces that may be a little more sensitive to your needs, which is no more than to be treated like a regular guy or gal. But we ain't there yet. And I don't think America will ever see those days. So when a black parent or person of color sends their kid off to university, they should be sending them, here's the message, on a mission to learn, understand, appreciate the world, an opportunity to go out and travel and find places that might be a little more accommodating. Send word back to those you might want to follow. That's the message. Again. Hope you get it. This is Lee the Cool Guy at RetroVisionMedia.com. Coming to my studios in New York City on Friday the 13th, 2015. With a whole lot of caffeine. See you Monday.